0: Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic Hits.
0: I want to know, has your appointments been cancelled? The HSE are grappling with the impact of this cyber attack, with the Chief Clinical Officer, Colin Henry, saying it was facing significant disruption that could continue well into the coming week. Well, they actually, here's the answer, they don't actually know. They don't know. Now, I want to get your calls. How have you been affected? Maybe you've had an appointment cancelled. Uh, because unfortunately for many sectors in the HSE and the Department of Health now, it's back to pen and paper. And they don't have your information. So if you were due an appointment, and if you did actually manage to get your appointment today or tomorrow, and you went, say, for a blood test three weeks ago or an x-ray, they probably don't have the results. Because the results are all hidden in this, on these hard drives, and they can't see them. They probably don't even have your phone number, your date of birth, your weight, your height, anything. They know nothing about you anymore. It just goes to show you how reliant we are on technology in this world that we live in. All this information is now concealed from the HSE and we're hoping that they will be able to restore it all. If not, they're going to have to pay this ransom to get it back off these thieves. And he talks, Adrian talks about the morals of paying. Yes, you are funding criminality by paying them. But the best experts in the world will tell you, you have two choices. You pay them or you lose the information. That's it. They're your two choices. And in a lot of cases companies as you know in the private sector as Adrian pointed out will just pay um, but then again we're looking at taxpayers' money here and you know I'm a taxpayer you're a taxpayer and if I thought we could get all this information back tomorrow I would say just pay them uh, let me just go to Alison Alison you're in Ireland's Classic Kids how you doing Alison?
2: Hi Niall I was saying i too bad now good how has
0: this affected you?
2: Um, well my dad actually got diagnosed with uh, terminal cancer
0: oh I'm sorry um, to hear that
2: uh, yeah yeah um, So it was back in November he got diagnosed, but apparently there's this new treatment that he might be able to get that might be able to extend his life or, you know, make him more comfortable. Yeah. But the test that was run is if he has a gene, so he needs to have a specific gene to get this treatment. And we were supposed to get the results on Friday. Okay. We haven't got the results, and my stepdad has seriously deteriorated since last Friday.
0: And what was the reason you didn't? Did you contact them to see we where did. the results the hack, were, or are they?
2: The hack. The hack screwed up everything for us.
0: So the results are on this, on these hard drives, obviously. Yeah. And the and they can't and the access them.
2: Tests, they cannot access this. Now we were told that his chemo can still go ahead on Tuesday. Okay. However all the chemo is doing is making him sicker. But, you know, it it is I know, I know, I do get that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, chemotherapy is a double-edged sword, and we all know that, you know. Yeah. uh, It can make somebody very, very sick to the point of dying, sadly. Uh, Yeah. But but it can also save a life, too, or extend a life. We get that as well. So it's a a, chemotherapy I always consider to be a gamble in some sense.
2: Yeah, but this treatment that he was going to get is a game-changer, we were told. Yeah. Because he's in an incredible amount of pain, he got sent home last week with liquid morphine to take, so we know, we know we're know we coming. Do you know what I mean? But how, old, how
0: old is your dad, by the way, Alison?
2: Uh, he's 62.
0: Oh, he's only a young man.
2: Yeah, yeah. It, it, he was clear two years ago, and now hmm. he's riddled. It's, well, it's a very aggressive cancer.
0: Oh, I'm very sorry you didn't pass my, i keep telling. my regards to him, but I'm very sorry to hear that.
2: Thank you, but like... It's, this this it's, only it's makes a matter worse. Supposed, I know, I know yeah. it's
0: all about the uncertainty of the whole thing. And, and now the question marks over, like, well, he went for this test, this gene therapy, as you're talking about, this test that he had yeah. to get for that. And now the information that they got from that, which would be vital for his treatment going forward, is now buried somewhere and nobody knows where it is.
1: It's lost.
2: It's lost. Even some of his, like, blood blood cell count, blood, blood work and everything, all that has been lost as well. My poor mother hasn't slept a wink since last Friday. I, I, I was
0: thinking of this last night and I'm saying that, well these criminal gangs they don't they don't actually care. I was going to say do they care that they that the damage they're doing can actually kill people. I mean this people could die because of this. But they exactly. don't seem to care.
1: No,
2: they don't. I mean like there's so many people waiting on results to know if they're terminally ill or if they need treatment or it's not just about stealing people's personal data. You're literally putting people's lives at risk. And that's what gets me. And one thing that I'm so cross about is I myself was in A&E last year with uh, an appendix. Okay. And they were using Windows XP. They were using Windows 7. They had gotten a new IT. So I'm going to get cross now because I'm so cross over Okay. They, they were using a new system that left me standing at reception for half an hour, crippled in pain, barely able to stand. My wife had to hold me up because the receptionist could not use the new IT system. They didn't even. I I work in software. I am a software tester by trade. And I was told while waiting in A&E that this software hadn't even been tried.
0: But we were listening to Adrian Weckler there from The Independent uh, just before you came on there before the break. And he was talking about uh, the vast amount of computers within the HSE and Department of Health are running Windows 98 and Windows 7.
2: Absolutely. And that I mean, that, so. this is, I,
0: I mean I, no, don't get me wrong. I, I understood the point he was making. And, and, you know, I've worked in radio stations where we're very old uh, software because the particular stuff that we use only runs on that particular Windows. And I get that with, say, certain equipment, but not connected to a network.
2: No, if you're connected to a network, you're, every, like, you are like you. are so vulnerable. Like, I test this stuff for a living. I could hack the HSE if I wanted to. They are so bad.
1: It was was a coincidence, actually, I was
0: talking to a mate of mine who designs websites and he's a genius when it comes to computers, right? And I was talking to him coincidentally on Wednesday night, just before it it happened. And we were talking about what happened in America last week with the pipeline, uh, which was hacked in America last week, which caused a shortage of petrol all over America. And I was saying, Jesus, it couldn't be that easy to do something like that. And he actually coincidentally turned around to me and he says, ah, he said, look, most government departments are using old versions of Windows that are 15, 20 years old. He said, I can hack them tomorrow.
2: Yeah, and I anyone but their souls can hack any of these, these government systems. It's the private systems that are unhackable. It's the government ones that. Well, they're, well they're not can
0: interested in it. I mean, they're not going to hack you or me, for, because we're worthless to them. We can't yeah. give them money.
2: I have no money. <laughs> yeah, but, but they, I
0: mean, 20 million. But but I'm I'm at the reading there. Paul Reed from the HSC has said in the last uh, hour or so, this is going to cost tens of millions to fix, right? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, to go to backups, to get resources, to try and find the information and, and re-back it up onto hard drives. Now, the, I, I know the, the ransomware people are looking for, they, they estimate 20 million, obviously, in Bitcoin or whatever it is they yeah. wanted. My theory is, I don't care how immoral it is, just give it to them and be done with yeah. it. And then fix the system so it can't happen again.
2: I actually, about 10 years ago, I worked for a major, major com- computer company. I can't tell you the name. But they got hacked at the time. And over, I think it was over 75% of the data was stolen. They have mm-hmm. to pay. They have to pay. And these are but the, major, they, well, this major is what Well, this
0: is what Adrian said. The majority of private companies end up paying because the best experts in the world will tell you that you have no choice. No. You, you they either don't. pay or you lose everything. So, But the problem is because this is public money, the government. I mean, most private companies won't tell you that they've paid, but they have on the slide. They've paid them, right? They, yeah, it's usually yeah, only so a few grand works. or whatever it is, right? But this is 20 million because it's government. Yeah. And the danger I mean, the danger is, and, and he was raising a sense that he said that if the Irish government, which will be very public, is seen because they'll have to make it public information if they do pay, is seen to pay, then other hackers around the world would say, well, they're a soft target.
2: Exactly. I mean, why, why, why can't they invest some proper money into the HSE IT department? Seriously. Why can't they? Everything is online now. Everything. Like, the days of paper records are gone. Do you know what I mean? Why? Well, they're not
0: gone. They're back today. Well, they're
2: back today, obviously, because they have to be. I,
0: I believe nurses... I was listening this morning to doctors and nurses using pen and paper again, and what concerned me most this morning when I heard... Uh, one of the, I think it was one of the clinical directors of one of the hospitals this morning saying that if you have an appointment, please go to the website and have a look. It'll tell you what sort of surgeries are still available at the moment and the rest is all cancelled, right? X-rays are all cancelled, all that stuff. Yeah. And she said, we can't contact people individually because we don't have their phone numbers.
2: That is so scary. I mean. They
0: have no information on anybody. Everything, your your X-ray results, your blood test results, everything is gone.
2: Everything. Everything, like, I mean, like, they're, they're, they're oh, like, I'm going to This, gonna this get will set us, I know,
0: it's it going to set us back years. But actually, do me a favour, stay there for a second, because Aoife, yeah. you're an Ireland's classic. of kids. How are you doing, Aoife?
3: Hi, Niall, how are you?
0: You've been waiting five years for an appointment.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
0: To see a respiratory consultant. Yeah. And uh, have you got, what have you got, COPD?
3: No, um, I had, I'll have severe asthma. Okay. But over the past few years, it's just literally gone out of control. Okay. Um, so much so that I, I've been signed off work for the past year. Okay. Um, sorry, to hear that. Oh, it, it, it's it's an absolute nightmare, to be honest. Um, having about five or six asthma attacks a week. I mean, it's. I think there's nothing worse than not being able to breathe. But, you know, no, no, I can I can only imagine, so, and,
0: and that would send you into a panic as well. Apart from anything yeah, else, yeah,
3: absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and finally, the light was, was coming on Wednesday. I was due to have all these tests on my CT scan, pulmonary function. Right. Um, I'm just starting to out of no breath even think about it. Um, and then it's cancelled, and it's just—I oh. actually feel sick at the pit of my stomach. You know, so five years you've
0: waited to get these appointments yeah. and get seen yeah. to, and now finally you've been prioritised, you're being seen to on Wednesday, and now it's cancelled.
3: That's it. Unfortunately, because of medical cards, you're you're literally you're waiting forever. But yeah, and um, then COVID came along, and of course it made the waiting list even longer. And but finally, yeah, you know, I was due to see somebody, and I mean, I had the initial consult last month. You know, just for the Yeah. But just for your history kind of thing.
0: Yeah, and so they the decide test. what you need to get done. Yeah,
3: absolutely. Yeah. But the big tests were due, and I finally thought, oh God, okay, now somebody can actually try to help me. do You know, because I'm only forty-seven. Um, you know, I want to be able to get back to work. I want to. Be you want able the to quality of life. life? Yeah, absolutely. I want to be able to walk up my stairs without feeling like I'm going to die. Do you know, it's That's ridiculous.
0: Horrendous, Eva. Mm. Mm. I'm sorry to hear that. It's I mean, really and, nice. and, and it affects just your quality of life. Just going out, going to the shops, everything else. We, you know, walking around because I remember my own mother when she had emphysema. Now I know you don't have emphysema, but I, I remember her oxygen levels in her lungs are very low, and even just going to the shops was a chore for yeah. uh, in the earlier yeah. stages. You know,
3: so That's I it, exactly. So, so I, mean, uh, I, so I mean,
0: here's you in that situation, uh, and then we've just listened there a few minutes ago as well. To Alison and her dad, obviously uh, has cancer, has uh, and terminal cancer, by what she tells us, and he's waiting for these results of this particular new treatment uh, to yes. see if he can get it, and and again they don't have them; the, all the information's gone.
3: It's just it's so sad. I mean, I spoke to three different doctors this morning for different reasons, and they were they're so upset, they're so frustrated and so angry. You know, I mean, one of the doctors in Galway, I mean, she couldn't even, you know, like you said, get my phone number, get my data bar. birth when I was last there to see her it's just I can't gone. even imagine how they're feeling especially after it's the year they've the put doctor's down call. you know so, uh, it's it's sorry not the doctor's, I'm just saying it's not the doctor's no call no, call no it's the not no, the exactly.
1: or anyone like that exactly yeah, exactly. yeah. I feel but really that's, sorry that's for, them, feel the for them because they genuinely care yeah. yeah they
3: genuinely you could, care you could hear it in, in their voices they were so upset you know that I mean she knew how long I've waited and she was going to, I'm, so, I'm so sorry we just there's nothing we can do and We were consoling each other, you know? I know, I know. I listened to the,
0: uh, I think it was Crumlin Hospital this morning. She said, look, to all the regulars, we know you all, uh, people who come in for cystic fibrosis, children who who come in regularly, maybe for chemotherapy, whatever it is, continue to come in. She said, we do know your faces and we know you all. We remember you. But they don't actually have any written information on anybody.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, and again, I don't, you obviously weren't contacted. You have to contact them, Eva. And that's Mm -hmm, what I would say to people. mm -hmm. You're going to have to contact the hospital. They don't have your phone number.
3: That's it. Yeah, because I should have had to go for a COVID test today now just to be sure that I was okay to go on Wednesday, you know? Mm, yeah. So, of course, I wanted... So I was on the phone first thing this morning um, just to be sure, you know, what to look
0: at. See, I don't even know what to say to people because the information is on... The, if you go to the HSE website, by the way, it'll give you information, some information, mm. and it tells you, like, if you're a priority, so in other words, if it's serious surgery that you have to go for this week, they're still carrying that out or they're certainly trying to do it with pen and paper. But the problem is, if they bring you in and say you're going in for a heart operation or something like that, I don't want to be scaring people. But all the stuff they would have done previously, the tests or whatever else, all that x-rays or CT scans or whatever they had to do, building up to this, they don't have that information anymore.
2: Yeah. My yeah. fear is if you're allergic to penicillin or something like that, yeah. you get a severe reaction. There are plenty of people that will go into an epileptic mm-hmm. shock, or they will, mm-hmm. you know, hemorrhage from something. Yeah, well, I mean, I, like, I
0: would like to think you would par, impart that information to them yourself when you get there. Just in case, okay. I think they will probably ask you all those questions again. So, all I'd say to people is try and be patient with the doctors and nurses. Again, it's not their fault. This is the HSE's oh, no. fault and the Department of mm-hmm. Health for not having it's a secure system.
2: It's the big boys who make the decision. It's their
0: fault. So, what? I mean, Eva, what do you think? Do you think they should do? Do you think they should just pay the money?
3: Oh, I would. If I had it myself, I'd pay it in a flash. Although if I had that, I wouldn't have had to wait five years, would
0: I? <laughs> <laughs> no, I it no, you'd be in a private consultant <laughs> off in Miami somewhere, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> if you had that kind of oh. money, it'd be nice, wouldn't it? 20 million. Oh, God. I mean, it was an oh, easy day's work for whoever hacked it, all right?
3: Wasn't it? Honestly, mm. I hope that I really hope they rot. I really do. Yeah, well, I think
0: we all feel the same way. No I mean, will
3: on anyone, but God, I really do, you know.
2: Oh, I'm the biggest, deepest
3: hole yeah. in hell. Yeah, yeah, I mean, really. when you
0: think about it, you know, these people, they believe they're Russian, by the way, um, or certainly Eastern European in some description. They don't actually know, obviously, but it seems that that's where most of this comes from. So, that, I mean, this could be just too young for It
1: you could know. be. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: in a bedroom
3: somewhere. Oh, sweet
0: Lord. And, you or know, it could I, be I mean, couple, I mean, a, and they're usually part of an organization of hackers. Um, I believe the name of them is The Wizard. What is it called here? They gave it the name. Oh, yeah, The Wizard Spider
3: mm.
0: is the name of the hacking group. And um, basically, you know, they will just hack any system. They don't they don't care if there's people going to die because of this. And they, maybe they don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just don't care.
2: Maybe they just saw a vulnerable system and went for it.
0: Absolutely. Well, they believe they could have been inside the system for the last two or three weeks. We don't know. Oh, Jesus. Oh,
3: God.
0: Yeah. And and again, they've told the HSC if they don't pay it, they're going to dump all the information publicly onto the dark web. And that will cause even more problems. People's yeah. bank account numbers, possibly PPS numbers. I don't know. You know? listen thank you very much indeed ladies I hope you get sorted Eva. I hope you get another appointment very quickly and Alison my regards to your dad I hope he's okay and I'm uh, and, and sending my best wishes to him alright listen thank you very much indeed both of you keep texting keep WhatsApp and the numbers is 087 maybe you've had an appointment delayed this week
1: Hi Niall this is Fran here I can't come on the air because I'm driving but what I want to say
4: is the whole HSC situation beggars belief the HSC spent stupid money on stupid badges saying I have had my COVID-19 vaccine if they've got those that much money to waste on bloody badges why can't they upgrade their cyber defence systems for their computers that's it. That's all I have to say.
0: Yeah, not just on the badges, by the way. They can spend 430000 on the wages for the head of the HSE. Why can't they update it? Absolutely. By the way, it just beggars belief, you're right, that they would have systems that are so old. By the way, I just had a, somebody sent in a really good suggestion, by the way. Would it be a good suggestion going forward to make sure that a patient also holds a hard copy, or indeed, electronic copy, perhaps, via email, of their files, etc. Let's say if you all had a little fob, that you, when you go into the hospital, you get seen to You stick your fob in or you tap it. And the information they have on you, which you're quite entitled to, by the way, it's your information, transfers to yours. Now, you might never need to use it. Well, if this ever happened again, at least you have a hard copy of it. Somebody says, surely they would be sending emails to local GPs. Uh, The hospital sent an email of the test results to GP because that's what happens in my case with COPD or emphysema and asthma. Crossover, says Joe uh, Inkledere. Well, Joe, I imagine that could be the case, but that means transferring that email back into the system in text form and typing it out again. Whereas normally GPs are connected straight to the HSE and results would be sent straight away. They log into a system. I imagine that's the way it works. They're connected somehow. Uh, let me go to D. D, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, D? Good
1: afternoon,
0: Al. Good afternoon. D, I mean, in relation uh, did you have an appointment cancelled? Yep. Okay, what were you what were you expected to go and do, or what were you expecting to do?
1: Um, seven o'clock this morning. They rang me.
0: Oh, they did have your phone number? Yeah. Okay.
1: That's not Bowman. Okay. And um, I, my uh, it uh, the appointment was, was for Thursday. Okay. For Thursday, and it was for a breast image. But basically, um, you know, I had breast.
0: You cancer. had breast cancer. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, and what happened to my breast? One, one breast shrank. Okay. Kinda of try to get the image. You know, to put the two breasts together. I don't okay, know. to
0: see what's going on. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but I'm cancer free. Breast cancer free. Um, thank God so far.
0: That's good. That's good to hear. But but you were to go for this imaging on Thursday, and has that been cancelled now? Yeah.
1: And that has been cancelled. And um, it was like they they send it. Uh, they they send the letter out six months ago.
0: Right, okay. I mean, I'm
1: prepared for six months now. You know what I mean?
0: Okay, so it's taken you six months just to get this appointment, and now it's cancelled.
1: And now it's cancelled, so it's probably going to be another six months. And um, during the summer and all that, I ordered I ordered, um, new brass and things okay. online. And um, no use to me now.
0: Oh, no, no I, get, I, I get what you mean, yeah. So it's just to try and find out what actually happened. Okay, we'll stay there for a second because I want to go to Inga as well. Inga, you're an Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing? Hi, and
4: I'll. How are you doing, Inga? You've been I'm trying to off. ring Galway
0: surgery all uh, surgery. I just
4: got through to Galway. I've been trying for the last two hours. Yeah. And finally got through to reception. I said, "Can you put me through to?" Oh no, sorry, all our phones are down because of the hacking. I can't what, take any messages. Because because the phones are down because that? The phones are down. She couldn't put me through to the secretary that I needed.
0: I don't know how that makes any sense. The phones be down because that? I'm hacking. ringing them
4: to this half past ten, and I said, I need Professor Secretary. No, I can't put you through, and no, I can't take any messages because I'm on here.
0: So you're getting no information?
4: I'm getting no information because I was in hospital here Which in town. Which are the phone lines? Locally, are not... okay, I guess...
0: Maybe they're say, what they're saying is there's no point in putting you through because there's so many people want to get through, I just wouldn't be able to do it for oh, everybody. Well, they
4: said the phone system isn't working. That's what she told me. She said Actually, the phone not, system yeah, is not working.
0: I don't think that's having to do with the hacking.
4: Yeah, that's what she just oh, said. that's just no. an
0: excuse if you ask me. Yeah,
4: but that's what I thought. No, that has been coming out of my ears.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I know they tend to use, as we would use here in the radio station, the phone systems. They use our internet phone systems or blue face, whatever they call them. Yeah, um, But in saying that, it wouldn't be on the same system.
4: Well, that's the excuse, you now. so all I can do is sit down and write a letter and put it in the post, and maybe register it to make sure that it gets to the right person.
0: And where were you supposed to go, or what were you supposed? Was it an appointment you had? Well,
4: I've been having you. Know, I said to you before. I have parathyroid issues. Okay. And they phoned me back in November, and I couldn't go in November because I had things going on with my kidneys. So they said we'll phone you back and we'll give you an appointment in January. This is May. Anyway, I was in hospital on Friday in St John's, who did a great job. Having to write everything down. I'll say that for them. They were brilliant on Friday. And what are you
0: hoping to get a parathyroid parathyroidectomy? Isn't that what they call yes, it? Yes. Yeah. I
4: need to, I have two adenomas that I need to get taken out. But my surgeon, my kidney surgeon, has said you need this done sooner rather than later because I keep getting a stent put in my kidneys every so many weeks.
0: Okay, because it's a buildup of calcium, isn't it? And like, now I'm getting yeah. to the
4: stage where the stent is going to go in and not come out again. So just trying to chase somebody now is this yeah. is ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, by the way, I'm, I'm being really nosy now about your thyroid, but I, be, I believe that th- when in women, yeah, particularly around your own age or whatever it is, when this parathyroid acts uh-huh. up, it overproduces calcium. Is that what it, it is? Does. And it, it starts so blocking the your kidneys. And going into my yeah. bones,
4: so the calcium is going everywhere and it's going into my kidneys And you're getting stones, stones in your Yeah, absolutely. And the stones okay. are getting caught, and one of my kidneys now is literally 25% function.
0: Okay, so for women, by the way, don't cast all star panicking, ladies. What I just oh, said. fellas get this. Yeah, as yeah, well, yeah, fellas because do I get had as well. A young women doctor in
4: down women the road, have four of them. And he was suffering. He was suffering with kidney things and he said he actually had a stent in while he was working. And I just kept looking at him going, I don't even know how you're standing up because yeah. they're painful.
0: <laughs> well, women have four of them and I believe you can get actually three of them removed without any harm whatsoever.
4: Everybody has them, Niall. Yeah. Everybody has four. They're like they're like the size of, size of um, a little pip coming out of a grape.
0: That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got
4: four of them. You can manage with one, you can manage with three, you can manage with none, but you get medicated. But I've been told for two years I need the surgery. And yeah. now that I really, really need the surgery I can't bloody get through
0: oh I'm so sorry to hear that Inga jeepers creepers that's dreadful what what a year you're having. My God, I'm so sorry, Inga.
4: That's the health board now would want to get on and update their system. I, well, I, well, I just, I don't the get the phone
0: thing. I mean, why? Now, but I, I understand that everybody's probably trying to ring the HSE at the moment, right? And everybody's ringing the Department of Health or the local GP about surgery, about whatever it is they're meant to be getting, x-rays this week. I can tell you now, your nannies are getting anything. The only thing that they're actually doing is prioritise surgery. So things that are life-threatening to people, Right. Um, and they're using pen and paper, essentially, for, for all of that.
4: Um, it did that for me on Friday. In between getting my laser stuff done, I had to get two x-rays. Yeah. So it was a case of write it out in little form, chop down to where it was, hand it to the girl, bring me back up, chop back down to the next one. They, they did great. Now, I have to say, down in St. John's, they were fantastic. Okay. But, I mean, it's impossible trying to carry on like that. But I do need this surgery, and I need to get through to them. So I'm just going to be relying on pen and paper now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Sorry to hear it, Inga. Keep trying. Keep trying, Inga. Let, let us know if you get. Party. Let us know if you get through, won't you?
4: All right. <laughs> It'll be party if I get through. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: Inga. Thanks very much indeed. Okay. Right, appreciate the call. Enough. All right. By the way, somebody said the phones in Galway uh, University Hospital are connected to the system. They're basically useless now. You're joking me? It's not a separate phone system. I am assuming yes. They they use phones through internet. It's not how it's all done nowadays? Generally speaking, they're not landlines so to speak anymore but why would they be connected to the same system? That wouldn't... I don't, I'm not a techie person, but that doesn't seem to make a huge amount of sense. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning
1: Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.